Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We're continuing our study in the book of Esther, looking at verses 7 through 10 in the God's Word translation. And these uh, verses are a very important part of Purim. These, uh, in this section, uh, it tells of the death of, well, it tells us that the Jews also killed Mordecai's ten sons. But let's listen to God's Word. It reads, they also killed Parshadatha, Delphon, Aspatha, Poratha, Adaliah, Aradatha, Permashta, Arasai, Aradai, and Vezatha. These were the ten sons of Haman, who was the son of Hamadatha, and the enemy of the Jews. But the Jews did not seize any of their possessions. Again, that's Esther chapter 9, verses 7 through 10 in the God's Word translation. And forgive me if I mispronounced those names, and I'm almost certain that I did. So forgive me. Uh, God's Word translation titles this section, this chapter, The Jews Defend Themselves. I'll be back with insights, and we'll close with prayer. This is Hope Scott. I am your host of Five Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and following my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or wherever you hear podcasts. Also, please like and follow Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. That again was Esther chapter 9, verses 7 through 10 in the God's Word translation. And in this section, it just talks about how the Jewish people defeat their enemies. It says that um, in the last section that they killed 500 men on the 13th day of the month of uh, Adar. And of those 500 men, 10 of them were Haman's sons. And that was the names in uh, verses 7 and 8. The Jews' cause was tried by battle. Their enemies resolved not to lose the advantage given to them by Haman in his first edict. And they hoped to overpower the Jews by sheer number. But the Jews relied on the goodness of their God and the justice of their cause and resolved to make to do their utmost against their enemies. They were determined to stand their ground. Mordecai's edict essentially made it possible for the Jewish people to retaliate as they saw fit. And that included killing the ten sons of Haman. Uh, the Jews, when... On the Feast of Purim, they read this book of Esther. They oblige themselves to read the names of Haman's ten sons all in one breath, without any pause, because they say that they were all killed together and all gave up the ghost just in the same moment. 
And as I had a little problems pronouncing the names, I can just imagine during this feast as they're reading and not pausing at all. It's like these uh, Haman had it in his heart to kill an entire race of people. And God, in his grace and his mercy and his justice, saw fit to save them. Haman's evil plan to destroy all the Jews, including women and children, backfired. His children, were his sons, were probably targeted by the uh, people that Haman targeted. He had it out for the Jews, all because Mordecai would not bow or bend to him. No age is given for Haman's sons, but they probably were adult age and chose to fight against the Jewish people as an act of vengeance for their father's execution. And this, of course, is conjecture. It's not written in the scripture. And then it tells us that the Chaldee paraphrase says that when these 10 sons were slain, Zeresh, with 70 more of his children, escaped and afterwards begged their bread from door to door. And remember, Zeresh is Haman's wife. And if he had 70 more children, he probably had more than one wife. And again, this is a paraphrase by the Chaldees, uh, Chaldeans. We don't know if it's something that's true or not. Although the king's decree allowed it, the Jews did not plunder. This clarifies that the Jews did not kill Haman's sons for personal gain or to acquire what had already been officially granted to Esther. And if you remember in chapter 8, the king gave uh, Esther Haman's property. And Esther gave the property to Mordecai. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. As we look at the book of Esther, as we study the book of Esther, as we think about the battles that we face in our lives, we can't do anything but thank you, Father. Thank you that with you as our guide, we can stand our ground against the enemies of our soul. We thank you for that, Father. We do have to deal with enemies. And I mean, that's a part of life. That's a part of being a part of the human race. But we have a God that we can trust, a God that is our shelter, a God that, a God that we can run to, uh, a God who, when we're in tears, we can cry out to him. And we thank you for that, Father. Father, we again, again, we stop and we pray earnestly for the people in the Ukraine. We pray earnestly, God, as the battle, it is yours. And God, we're praying for them to be successful. And not just them, there are conflicts again all over the world. We're praying for your people to be successful, God. We're praying that um, as people hear about uh, miracles that's happening, they look at it and say, nobody but God. And we thank you, Father, as we look at just little small victories, the people who did escape, the people who did survive, the people who were able to uh, help those who needed the most. 
We thank you for that, Father. But we pray for and mourn with those who didn't make it. We pray for the families of those who lost loved ones. Comfort their hearts, Father, in the name of Jesus. And God, bless those who need you in a special way. You know what the needs are. And we're thanking you in advance for answered prayers. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.